The 2011 National Draft was one of the first really big nights in the Giants' history. With 11 of the first 15 picks, the Giants brought together a bunch of scrawny teenage boys who would form a major part of their original AFL squad. They moved from their homes around Australia to Sydney, where it was up to them and a handful of other pre-draft recruits and coaches to get the league's 18th team on its feet. Almost eight years later, ten of those originals remain at the Giants, having helped steer the club through some bumpy times and through some much better times. Award-winning journalist Emma Quayle has caught up with each of them to talk about their individual journey as a Giant and what they've seen happen to their team in that time. Jeremy Cameron, thank you for coming along. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's all right. Now, you weren't necessarily going to be a footballer. Yeah, not at all. Um, it was Thinking back, it was a, a bit strange. I just wanted to be, you know, somewhere around sport, really. So um, growing up as a young boy in Dartmoor, a small town, I was always outside mucking around with my friends and stuff, and um, I liked a, a wide range of different sorts of, you know, sports and that, and really watched on, but... Um, it was mainly golf and cricket uh, in my early early stages, so was uh, there was no footy at all. <laughs> How did you get into golf? Uh, it was through my grandfather. So yeah. uh, he played uh, golf, my mum's dad, and he uh, yeah he kind of just he thought I was going to hold him up actually. So really? <laughs> it was a funny story, and, and mum always talks about it when she tells people. But um, I really enjoyed golf, but never really played and, and I asked him if I could come along and he wasn't sure because he thought I'd hold up the group but I ended up starting to be better than he was so uh, it worked <laughs> out quite well and I just fell in love with it to be honest I really I still enjoy playing my golf now so yeah. uh, I guess that's one of the good things about playing footy you can still have a bit of downtime and play golf as well yeah, use it as a hobby rather than a yeah that's right that's right how old were you when you got started with your with your grandpa with my golf, I was about eight or nine years old, yeah. so quite early, and I picked it up reasonably quick. I actually started right-handed, so yeah. I thought I was playing well right-handed, but then I realised there was this whole other aspect, and I was actually a left-hander. So, <laughs> How um, did you figure that out? I just basically... It felt natural being a right-hander, but... Um, I didn't. I wasn't improving like rapidly, but as yep. soon as I picked up a left hand stick, it all clicked, and oh. I loved it. So, my um, yeah, I went. I went along with uh, my pa and a few other guys and his friends and that, and played golf right up until basically footy started around fifteen years yep. old. So, did you write with your? Do you write with your right hand? I write with my right uh, yeah. hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I throw with my left though. Cricket, yeah. cricket's with my left. I bat left, bowl okay. left. It's a bit weird. I'm a bit bit of both. Yeah, you're a bit different. Yeah, so <laughs> it's strange, but so you play cricket as well. Cricket so in it was the summer. Pretty much cricket and golf. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much cricket and golf. I loved loved my cricket as well. So uh, it was probably the main main sport. I really yeah. miss cricket even even to, to up till today. Um, I played that for Dartmoor, and it wasn't a good league or anything but just so much fun on the weekends and it yeah. really enjoyed it over summer yeah what were you a bowler i was a bowler uh yeah a, a fast bowler but i enjoyed batting as well but i'm a bit of a slogger so yeah i'd make it <laughs> i'd make a 50 or make a zero yeah <laughs> not much in between <laughs> yeah, not much in between at yeah, all yeah okay so did you have aspirations like with either of those sports to take it further um, there's a bit of money in golf yeah there's 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 plenty of money in golf yeah 
and a lot of travelling in both golf and cricket as yeah. well. So uh, I definitely thought about it at times. Yeah, I I did think about the golf. I was always practicing outside, like every single Were day you? after school. I had my own golf green. Uh, we had a um, little three acre block, and I mowed my own golf green and put a little margarine cup in as the hole and have my own flag stick yeah. and the dog used to bring the ball back to me so yeah i had it down pat but um yeah it was it was kind of strange my mates at school were always like why well, don't you come play footy come yeah. play footy because we always had a kick at lunch and recess and i enjoyed enjoyed footy i just never played it so it was a small yeah. town we didn't have junior teams so it was quite tough i had to travel mum and dad both oh, worked so okay. So if you wanted to play juniors, yeah, it was, would have been a big effort. Yeah, that's right. It was it was going to be a big effort to basically... I probably would have had to just stay after school at a mate's house and, um, I guess, play my footy and then they would have had to come and pick me up. We, yeah. we could have done it, but I was enjoying my golf and cricket yeah. too much. So what, why did you start then? How did it come about? So you're about 15. About 15, yeah. Maybe 14, turning yep. 15. Okay. Um... Yeah, my birthday falls at the start of the year, so I think I was about 14, and I finally gave in to my mates, actually, so I probably should thank them um, <laughs> yeah. for putting me in a position where I am today. But They just nagged you for long enough. Yeah, they did, and uh, eventually I went over. We lived about 400 metres from the Oval at the time, so I went over and just had a training session. and With the who with? With, with the, Dartmoor. So with the seniors? The, uh, the seniors and reserves, so okay. uh, they trained together because such a small town and yep. the township was really low on numbers in terms of playing uh, players that you know wanted to play yep. so I went over there and um, just had one training session and the coach followed me home so <laughs> it was uh, yeah it was it was a bit strange and I guess when I got inside that day the coach knocked on the door about five minutes behind me and asked my parents if I could play and there was a bit of this after one session after one session and um, they had a bit of a chat and mum wasn't overly keen because um, I was a very, very scrawny kid so yeah. I was the I had the lightest frame. I was tall and quick but yeah. if I got tackled I was probably going to snap in half so yeah. mum was a bit concerned but dad dad was, is pretty easy going and yeah. Um, yeah, got her over the line so I lined up in reserves two days later. After what, one training session? <laughs> yeah, after one session. So And a bit of kick to kick. Yeah, yeah. In the I, I always practiced around school, and yeah. in my own time, I always kicked at footy. Yeah. Ever since I was played Oz kick. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I uh, it happened very quickly from then on. So how did you go in that first game? I remember kicking a couple of goals. So yeah. um, I actually got my first ever touch. I didn't touch it for a full quarter. They put me on in the midfield. Yep. Um, at a centre bounce. And and I got a clearance, so I got I got my first ever touch yeah, okay. in the midfield, which is a bit different. But I went back up forward and kicked a couple of goals and had good people around me, like they were just um, guys that have you know played a lot of footy, a lot of country yeah. footy, and they helped me out, told me where to run. You weren't daunted, like as a skinny fourteen-year-old being out there on the ground with adults. Uh, not at all, to be honest. Yeah. No, it was something I've never really, I've never been scared out on the footy field. Yeah. Um, even to this day, so it was really exciting for me to be playing this new sport. Yeah. Um, and I guess I picked it up fairly quickly. But like I said, having guys around me that were protecting me and stuff, and I just tried to back in my speed. I didn't get yeah. much of the ball in the early days, but to kick a few goals and get that first feeling of um, 
excitement when when you see the ball goes through the sticks yeah. is pretty cool. And um, yeah, after two two re- reserve games, I was in the seniors. So <laughs> the coach come back, followed <laughs> come back me back again, again. knock back on the door, and yeah. um, that was another discussion because obviously the bodies are a lot bigger and um, everyone's you know a lot more equipped. Um, and I guess it was a lot tougher for me um, going into straight into seniors when I hadn't played before. How'd you go? Uh, I, I played well. Yeah, I. It's remembering back. It's, I guess, I probably didn't play that well, but um, I remember kicking a few goals and just, you know, I Lovely. was really excited and I loved yeah. it. Um, and the guys, you know, were pumping me up a bit and saying that like. Um, I can really improve and they can see a lot of improvement in me if I keep playing and stuff. So that excited me as well. And um, I always, yeah, after that, I was practising a lot by myself. I was going to say, that obviously, yeah, got a hold of you when you kept going with it Yeah, that point. It did, yeah. It really, um, I guess, looking back with the golf, the cricket, it was all the same. And then footy was kind of my third sport. But they were all the same in terms of, once I started, I really got addicted to it. Yeah. And people now say I've got a pretty addictive personality. And when I when I start something I really like, like um, you be I stick it. with it. I want to be really good at it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just enjoyed it, and I practice a lot by myself. And um, yeah, it was it was good. I, I really enjoy it. But I only got three games into seniors and snapped my wrist, so I was out for oh. pretty much the whole year. Yeah. But got back for finals that year and got a taste for finals. So they brought um, you straight back in, did they? They did. They did actually. <laughs> yeah. I missed, I think, twelve or fourteen weeks with yep. a broken wrist. But um, got back for seniors and got the taste for that. We lost the prelim, I think, but that brought me back next year. So I had a good yep. full season the next year. Okay. And after that, was it after the Rebels in the Tac Cup? Yeah, How'd that's that come right. About? Um, Jock Whiting, um, the Rebels regional manager out of Hamilton. Uh, must have found me in the paper or something one day yeah. and uh, he, he came I heard only years later that he was at training and yep. um, at games and stuff watching on so um, they come knocking on the door basically and said do you want to come and um, try out for the Rebels there's going to be a squad of 120 to start with because yep. it's such a big region but uh, yeah and, and I was happy to go along so I think the first day was like a 3k time trial which was new to me and it was it was very tough it was around the uh, lake in Hamilton okay. so there was about 40 or 50 of us there and yep. um, that was a hard hard training session yeah I pulled up very sore after that and didn't know yeah. if I wanted to keep going really <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I did I thought about it but um, I I didn't really know at the time but Jock was really confident I guess in my ability yep. and um because I love my sport, I love like athletics and stuff at school, and I, I kept I was reasonably fit, but very light, like I said. And he was very confident, and and told my parents all along that if I kept going to these sessions and getting better and better, that I'd probably make the cut yeah. um, eventually. Um, and then, then it's a whole new ballpark, I guess. Like, yeah, absolutely. I have to travel to Ballarat every every game, which was a big ask. And that what was yeah, what was that trip like? How long does it take to get? It takes there? about three and a half hours. So yeah. it was a hard it was a hard trip. But at the time, I don't know how I did it looking back now yeah. because training's fifteen minutes away, yeah. and you get stuck in traffic here, and you're like, and damn, yeah, the you know. Lord, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, we used to travel three and a half hours, so, and I used to do it twice a week. Twice a I'd week. I'd train on a Thursday. So finish school. I'd, Who I'd drove actually, you up? One of the one of the best parts about it was mum used to pick me up around twelve o'clock. Oh, so, so you I'd got only, out of some school. I got out of some school <laughs> on a Thursday. Yeah. She'd drop me in Hamilton. I'd jump on a minibus with a couple of boys, travel across, train, yep. catch a minibus back, and she'd meet me on Hamilton. Yep. And we'd get home at 11.30 at night, so it was a yep. big day. How far is Hamilton from home? Hamilton was about 45 minutes to 50 minutes, yeah. Yep. So it was like a school was about half an hour away for me yep. to Hayward, and then mum would go there, get me, take me to Hamilton. She'd drive home and then yep. pick me up later on. So it was a... It was a pretty big process, but I was just happy to be playing. Yeah. And it was a big ask um, for mum and dad, but I think they were, um, like I said, Jock was, um, and a few others and coaches and that sort of thing must have been pretty backing confident you in. Yeah. and backing me in a bit. Um, <sighs> otherwise, it would have been a hard ask if yeah if they knew um, I wasn't going to make it or you know. So it must have like, even cost a fortune in petrol, like that must. It did, yeah. yeah. Um, that year, I only heard this later as well, One um, that year, it was really like a tough year for mum and dad because they both worked in the sawmill at Dartmoor yep. and it shut down. So oh, okay. um, yep. they both were left without jobs as well as the whole community. Yep. So the whole of Dartmoor, even to this day, has struggled since that day yep. of closure because we brought so many people into the township yep. like 150 people had jobs there and all of a sudden from in the town and then and all of a sudden it's gone so they was like dad got a job fairly quickly mum mum didn't because she was running me everywhere but yep. um i learned after that they sold the caravan um that they had pretty much to help out with that fuel cost yeah and, um you know like to you know um i guess yeah Support, it was a pretty support good you. support yeah. me yeah it was a pretty um i guess i felt like very very grateful when i found that out so when did you find out because oh, you don't I really tell you exactly but it was a long yeah. time after because you don't i don't know like how i mean obviously you, you knew that your parents were out of work and the sawmill closed down but yeah. do you fully appreciate that sort of stuff when you're 16 17 years old i don't think i did yeah. um yeah, nowhere near as old like as much as I would now because I was just so focused on footy and how I can get better. And every day I was thinking like I can't wait for Thursday's training. I can't wait for Saturday. I really want to play well in front of mum and dad as well. So they were always there watching. Um, but yeah, I never really appreciated the travel and um, I guess the selling of the van for fuel money and stuff until probably later on. Um, but yeah, I got my learners. Learners hours up very quickly. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they went through the roof. So yeah, I was done in a month. Yeah, are they still back there? Yeah, so they moved to Mount Gambia. So oh, okay. um, just across the border, it's only half an hour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not far away at all. So they've been there for quite a few years. Have you got now. them a new caravan yet? I haven't got them. They got themselves a new caravan. Did they? Yeah, <laughs> and a new boat. Um, yeah. So they're they're loving that and they love travelling around in that. And, yeah. Um, even on the Easter weekend, we had the game in Melbourne and they yep. travelled to Geelong and stayed in the van oh, and just yeah. got the train in. So, oh, okay. Yeah, they, they love travelling around and that sort of thing, which is yeah. great. But um, I definitely will repay them along yeah. the, along yeah, the way. Yeah, it's a big effort. It is. It's massive. Don't miss a massive members round at Spotless Stadium on Saturday, May 26, when the Giants take on the Essendon Bombers. Get your membership now to take full advantage of all the giveaways and activities on offer exclusively to Giants 2018 members. 
To become a member, visit membership.gwsgiants.com.au today. And if you're not a member but want to get to the game, grab your tickets from ticketmaster.com.au. Now, a look ahead to Johnny Patton on next week's episode, the season finale of the Originals. Probably in our third or fourth year, I think it was our fourth year, I reckon, when I think we finished about 10th and we were like, all right, like, it was going, I think we were going into the 2016 season and we were like, all right, like, we're over this, let's, we're we're a pretty good team, like, we've got some really good players here, so let's, let's, like, try and, try and make something of this, I guess, and, um, you know, like those days of 100-point losses were out, were out the window. So, um, and then we were starting to beat some good teams, um, and we built a, quite a bit of respect around the league. So we're like, all right, well, surely this, you know, it can be our time. So that was heading to the 2016 when we made the first prelim. That's Johnny Patton next week on the Originals. Now back to Emma and Jeremy. And then it all must have happened pretty quickly from there for you, even with the Giants, because obviously you were yeah you were born in that four month window where they could sign you up as a seventeen year old. Yeah. How quickly did that sort of come into your your world that possibility? Yeah, it was. It happened very very quickly. Uh, all I really remember is being told by um, Phil Partington, I think it was, um, that. I was going to be, like, I'm in that bracket. My birthday falls in April and um, it was a good time to be a footballer in that bracket, playing yep. good football. So um, I didn't think about it too much, but throughout that year of TAC Cup, I really started to think, I, I want to play football. Like, that's yep. what I want to do. I don't... I, I want to play footy over cricket and golf. And yep. um, it excited me. I remember one night um, I was watching the footy show and uh, Gary Lyon said... He said, if you're a 17-year-old boy that's, like, um, fallen in that bracket, like, it's a really exciting time because these two new AFL clubs are coming yeah. in. And I remember that so clearly that night. And, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of really surreal now because it all kind of happened. Yeah, and, it did. Um, it happened so quickly. They called me one day at school and said, we're going to take you. And um, I guess next thing I know I'm shipping my bags up to Sydney and living living out of home yeah what were you yeah given that you were pretty new to footy and pretty new to the whole system like and your parents as well what did they make of it when this club that doesn't actually exist yet turns up and says we're we're going to move him to Sydney I think for them it would have been a lot of just excitement so yep. the same for me I never ever thought it. about not going yeah um, I was just like, wow, Sydney's going to be a big move. It's going to be hard, but yep. I, like, I'm off, I'm going, like, yep. 100%. So, How many um, people live in Dartmoor? 200 people, yep. yeah. Okay, so Dartmoor to Sydney. Yep. Dartmoor to Sydney, yeah, it was completely different. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, it was a big move at the time, but um, I was very happy to, to move, and it was tough, like... There's no doubt about it. Like, in our first few years, it was really tough for not only myself, but, like, a lot of the guys. Um, And I think the whole breakfast point precinct, like, living together was awesome for us. Like, it was the best thing for us because I think I would have really struggled if I moved out into, like, a host family. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, there's obviously lots of people that do that and... and, um, That works for them. And it works for them, but... Yeah, I don't know if that would have worked for me. Um, it was good moving in with, like, um, 
another one of the guys, Jacob Townsend, um, and then later on a few other guys as well. But yep. like you always like it felt like you were on a bit of a school camp rather than living yep. away from home sort of thing. Yep. Um, and then you always had your parents coming up or you, you could go back and it worked quite well. But it was I I do remember a few tough times where you like kind of just wanted to go home spare at the really? moment. But, oh okay. Um, and yeah. you had to just and you kind of just it had to write it out, but. Um, once you learnt how to do that, and you had the other guys there with everyone, you. I suppose everyone would have had their diff- like up patches and down patches yeah. at different times. You just had to yeah recognise what each other was going through. That's right, and kind of learn how to control it a bit. And yep. um, like sometimes it was just an easy phone call home, and and that was it. Like you you're ready to go again, you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, after that, like it happened so quickly, and. I just remember being up here in front of Sheeds and Choco and just wanting to show them what I had. Yeah, yeah. what were they like? Yeah, they were, they were great. Days. Like um, From the start, it was just like, well, it's Sheeds, yeah. you know, it's Choco. <laughs> like, oh, my God, what I can't I believe here? I'm up here. What yeah. am I doing? Like, it's happened quick. A year ago, I was barely even thinking about footy. Now I'm training, like, on an AFL list or well, going into an AFL list. And um, it was really surreal, but exciting like I just remember the whole thing has been excited like I was excited just about the whole process yeah had so much fun along the way and just wanted to get better yeah when did it stop being fun when did it be like we got to win some games for me it's never stopped being fun yeah um it's always That's always good. been fun for me and I try and always have fun with most things I do um and I think that's when I'd struggle if I took the fun out of it so um but there was definitely a stage, I guess, where we felt like we're ready to, you know, start beating teams and surprising teams. Yeah. Um, I know we had a couple of really like tough seasons, um, but we had a, some good experience around us as well. Even though we weren't um, winning games, we were doing or building the foundation to be a good football side. Um, you know, all us guys that got up here. Never knew how to spell def- defence, you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what it started with, so. And I guess, like, the way we played our footy was was building for the future. And even though at the time we didn't really know we were doing it. Yeah. They the had coaches just... were great. They had us going on the right track. So. Yeah, doing it without realising. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. But... How do they do that when you look back at it now? Um, well, how did kind of, yeah. Lots of meetings and, yeah. and just discussions and... Um, just learning of the game for me it was a lot about learning because I hadn't played much football whereas other guys had played a lot of juniors yeah so you adapted remarkably quickly to AFL really given your lack of experience yeah yeah I I seem to think I did um but there was a lot of areas in my game that were inconsistent as well um I just yeah I I was a real sea ball sort of launch go get it sort of kick a goal kick a goal sort of (laughs) and that was it back to the centre back to setting up and go again whereas these days there's a lot of other little things that you can do to help out your teammates and your team yeah. and, and to get that win at the end of the day um, it's not all about the goals so um, and that was a big learning experience for me but yeah like I said all the coaches along the way were yeah. awesome well you would have also had to deal I suppose with I mean you, you made such a good start and clubs all of a sudden realised they can't yeah let you have it easy that's it yeah yeah how yeah. did you find that? Just uh, that bit of atten- extra attention. And- yeah, it was. It's something I had to get used to as well. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when when we started to get a bit of a taste for, we surprised a few teams and got a bit of a taste for it, and um, 
and then we're like, wow, we want to we want to keep winning and yep. keep beating these teams. And in the back of our head, um, I guess that was around probably 2015, maybe, and yep. um, where we started to get some real belief in the side. And um, yeah, 2015, 2016, we you know we just really wanted to beat sides. Yep. And in the back of our mind, we had like this team that we come up against used to beat us by 150 points. Oh yeah. So we wanted to really give it to them and. Um, I guess that's that's how we played. Yeah. With that flair and excitement and yeah. and the belief that we could. Can you still remember those days when you just got belted? Yeah, yeah, really? I remember very clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some some of the days down at the MCG, one against the Hawks, I remember. I think it was 156 points. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. It could be more, but. Um, just having these awesome players around you. Yeah. It was a bit like. A bit starstruck, like, and then you're like, "Oh, we're actually meant to be playing against these guys rather than looking at them." Yeah, <laughs> watching and, them. Do and they so. were running around us like we were witches' hats, yeah. anyway. So, um, yeah, I remember those days, yeah, for sure. And um, you know, we got a lot of hidings, but it helps us. Oh, it toughened you up. It does because you were a very talented group, weren't you? You're all yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the early days. That's probably what it was all about, and that's what we were relying on. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, I guess we all started to learn that with the talent, like, there's got to be hard work, yeah. and if you can put them two together, um, you'll, be, you'll become, like, a good team. So yeah. that's what we started to focus on, and, and, and we stray away from talking about our talent now. It's all about the hard work and how we can make yep. each other better. Yeah, absolutely. Were you conscious at that age that you were sort of building the culture of the club and the team, in a way? I, I don't know if you can be when you're 17, so, yeah. 18. Um, yeah, it's like I said, I think we were building that without knowing it. Yeah. And and the way um you know, the the way we went about it, we were really we've always been a really good family club and I think we needed that because the early days were the toughest and that's when you need your family and um you need your family from back home and you need them to support you but you need the family inside the club, which yeah. are the the other boys and the coaching staff and the guys around you. So um that was always built into us and it still is today. It's a great family club and um, there's been a good culture set and um, we set high standards and, you know, we want to achieve them. We haven't got there yet. Yeah. What are some of your favourite memories looking back at that first pre-season or two? And, um, uh, when you were sort of, yeah, training here, there and everywhere? and Yeah, I think looking back now, it's just obviously our best. One of my best early memories was probably when we got our first win for sure and it's probably the same as a lot of the guys because um, you're training so hard you, yep. you, you're coming up against all these good sides and then finally you've got a, a win yep. so it was the first time like we could celebrate and um, I remember we went out after that game like it was a grand pond <laughs> and um, yeah I think it might have been Gubby or something like yep. started up a bit of a tab and it was a good night but yep. <laughs> then we had to quickly realise like we got to learn how to Make make this winning feeling, and every every week, like yeah. every weekend, we want we want to get a win. So um, that was definitely a great memory. But um, yeah, just our training, we were all over the place at the start, and yeah. looking back, I don't know how we did it. We were travelling out to Blacktown, but we we're training on a baseball field at the start. Yeah, there was no space. There was like the baseball mounds, like. Pitching still, mounds. Everything was in place. They were in the, everything was in place. Um, <laughs> so, like, you'd go up for a contest one-on-one and you'd be on the baseball yeah. where the guy pitches it and you're like, wow, like, 
is this how AFL clubs really yeah. go? Like, is this and you didn't how they know run? Any different, I suppose. Yeah, didn't know any different, so I was happy to obviously do it. And now they're out there checking the oval if it's too soft, too firm. Yeah. Every second of the day. Yeah, you're you know? spoiled now. <laughs> I know we're spoiled now. So, and then the guys walked in the draft days now and. Oh, look at this place. It's how amazing. Good is it? how yeah. good, you've had it so good for so long, and they have no idea unless you show them a photo or yeah. a video pops up from that? way back then. Not enough. No, no. Not enough. So, <laughs> the guys. If they ever get to be the head of themselves, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just pull something out. Yeah. <laughs> so they look at these. Look what I had to do. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Are you the same person that you were when you left Dartmoor at 17 out into the big wide world? big city yeah yeah i like to think so like i love getting back to dartmoor and seeing the guys that, um you know that i grew up around and yep. that helped me along the way and um it's yeah i kind of i've i've always i guess i was a fairly shy person at the start and i've probably come out of that a little bit but i'm still not the most talkative person by any means um like um i just like i guess I've always, like I said, had fun doing stuff yeah. and I always have fun at the club and, yeah. and muck around and um, I'm very much myself in, in terms of that and then, um, yeah, I guess my footy's improved along the way as well. Yeah, I guess the team around you's changed as well, haven't they? Like so many of the guys who you came up with um, have left the club and yeah. gone somewhere else. So yeah. Have you felt that over the years? That it's Yeah, it's it's amazing how many people have come and, yeah. come and gone and... Um, there's a lot still on like other lists, um, but there's a lot of guys that never played as well. Yeah, well, you were just saying you lived with Jacob yeah. initially, did you? And yeah, just played in the flag. Yeah, I know, I know. I um, yeah, I lived with Jacob, and um, yeah, we're we're, we're still good mates, yeah. great mates, and um, I caught up with him just the other weekend in Melbourne, and um, yeah, it's a bit weird now because he's won a flag and, and yeah. I haven't, so. Um, yeah, he's 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 really you know improved his footy as well. Yeah. But it's great to see like other guys. Even though you, you kind of want it to be yourself, yep. we lost the prelim to them, um, and then you see them go on and and win it. But at the same time, you can't help but be happy for him as well. Yeah, and you're right. There's so many who started out. Yeah. What's well, running you and Dylan left? Yeah, myself and Dylan from the yeah. from the NEFL year, the year yep. before we come into the AFL, um, which is crazy. So yeah. There's only two of us left, and there's actually a photo getting around the club, and it's of the very first um, team photo of the very what, from first. the NEFL year. Yeah, yeah, from the NEFL year, and it's got uh, someone's put a little bit of blue tack on the faces of everyone that's left, so you can't see them anymore. Oh, okay. It's just myself and Dylan in the photo. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, every time I look at that, I, I laugh. But a lot of them guys are playing at other clubs as yeah, well. Yeah, they've so. all sort of moved on and gone elsewhere. Moved on, and some some people have moved completely away from footy and they're doing other things. And yep. um, good on them. Yeah, and you're still here and still here for battling a, quite a while yet. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Yeah, you had a good time. Have you enjoyed your your time here? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been an awesome time. It's been so much fun and. Um, like I said, I've got too many memories to remember them all. Um, when something normally happens or, you know, it triggers kind of a memory, you yeah. know what I mean? It pops up and you're like, that's right, I remember yeah. doing that. That was from back in 2011 when yeah. we first got here. And I remember when we first, my first day at the club, I come up about four days before our first um, session. So yeah. I got up here a bit early, moved into the house and sat down with my manager and he gave me my first iPhone, and I was no. just like, wow, I, <laughs> I get an this? iPhone? Like, <laughs> what is this? I had a Nokia flip or something. Like, I, don't, I don't even know what I had. Yeah. So 
Um, I couldn't believe that. I remember stuff like that, you know, like yeah. just ridiculous stuff. But looking back, it was... It was all pretty cool. It, it was all pretty cool. And yeah. It's been a great journey, yeah. Yep, excellent. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much. This has been a Giants Media production. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating, share it on social media and tell everyone you know about the originals.